0: what's good y'all my name is dylan green and this is real notes a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film i'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how if at all film inspires their craft my guest this week is florida-bred rapper producer and label head anonymous we spoke about the magic of A24 movies, Spider-Man, Superhero Fatigue, Willem Dafoe, Silence, the work of Martin Scorsese, One Piece, Hunter Hunter, the value of art, putting himself in his music, his path to becoming a rapper producer, the significance of the radical movement, striving to be regular, and the creative process behind his latest project at Nago. Come fuck with us. I forgot, I forgot you had moved out to Cali and you were even just like, yeah, like, Like, I'm out here now, and I'm just like, what?
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, real shit. Yeah, I feel great. I'm like, yeah, it's nice. It doesn't rain ever. Honestly, I feel like that's so good. A lot of people are like, I hate the fact that it doesn't rain. I'm like, no, this is amazing for my mental health. Every day, it's either sunny or it's sunny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no
0: seasonal depression. Yeah, literally. That's incredible. That's incredible. Before, but well, um, before we get started, what um, I'm so curious is we haven't like really talked about it, like, like, cause you told me you were really nervous about uh-huh. this.
1: And, oh, about the project coming out.
0: Yeah, so now it's out. It's been out for a grip. Like, how do you feel about it? How's the response been? How do you feel about all of it?
1: I feel like it's a weight off my shoulders. Like. I just put it out at the end of the day. Like I was nervous, but I just wanted it to be out. I just had all these feelings and it was like, yeah. Like, all right. So I'm the type of person that like, I can't, I can't not say something. Like if somebody has me fucked up or like if I'm ever upset, I have to say something, even if they don't like it or even if it doesn't resolve something like, it's just like, I can't let it reside within me. I can't just like not say something, you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah. That's how I felt with this. I was like, bro, I have all this shit in my head, in my heart. Like, I just have to let it out. So now she feels great. I just feel relieved. You know what I'm saying? I, I honestly, it's so funny. Like I was worried, but like I, at some point I just stopped caring. I was like, I don't give a fuck how niggas feel about this. Cause this is really what I went through. It's really my life. Like I lost my uncle. I lost my dad. I lost my friends I lost love I lost family I lost so much shit and like I was really going through it and I really just like fucking put it on wax so I have you know I don't I don't care but the response has been great a lot of people are like yo this is your best project or it's one of your best so I'm like all right cool you know what I'm saying I'm glad you guys fuck with it
2: yeah
0: you really can't ask for more than that especially for something so personal and like you're someone who's always been like you've always been like a I'm gonna like put my heart on the table and let you look at it type of person like from, from jump basically. So yeah, um, yeah like this is, yeah. this is like even more of that, you know, like I'm gonna bring it up later, but um, I meant to, and I meant to tell you this, but it but, like like uh, some of it, some of it like structurally and story-wise kind of reminded me of uh, Maxwell Cream's Brandon Banks. Cause that's also like mm-hmm. about his relationship with his dad. Right, but like obviously it's not like you know, it, it it's like its own thing but like I just right. saw the parallels and I was like that's cool because I really love that project too uh-huh. so yeah yeah what's cracking welcome back to Real Notes um this is the first episode I've recorded in I think like two months <laughs> so I'm like like I'm just trying to get back in the swing of like I'm talking into a mic like I had mic issues huh. before but apparently okay, everybody okay. can hear me so we're doing good um Dylan Green CinemaSci um, I said uh, I got a lot of names. I do a lot of shit. Uh, back back to doing a lot of shit.
2: <laughs>
0: and this is and you know like once again got somebody here who also has a got got a few names but he does a lot of shit like I'm a saying. lot of shit like fucking <laughs> he's a rapper he's a producer he's um is uh, a Yu Yu Hakusho enthusiast among many 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 other things um Flor- her- Flor- Florida's finest radical extraordinaire anonymous we got anonymous in the building this has been a what's long up, time up? coming bro thank you so much for coming here i know you're a busy motherfucker but i Yo, appreciate, I appreciate you it
1: man. no i appreciate the invite yeah you know what i'm saying big vibes man of course had to come through show
0: oh man you already know yeah like yeah like just for, just to just to like let everybody know like the first like the first time i'd really been exposed to your music was when i first heard a remeshi and mm-hmm. i was just like like I don't even remember how I found it. Like I, either somebody sent it to me, or like I stumbled ac- across it somehow. Like shout out to whoever maybe sent it to me. And I listened, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Who the fuck is this nigga? Like what the fuck?" Like <laughs> so, like it, it, it just it just kind of it just kind of blew me. And then we kind of stumbled across each other on Twitter, and mm. things developed. And yeah, you know, like Anago is out now. It's great. Yes, it's fantastic. Sir. Um, and we're gonna get into all of that, and you and movies and shit. So thank you for being yeah. here. Again.
1: of course, of course, of course, man, of course, I had to. Uh,
0: so um, so yeah, let me ask you this first question I ask everybody who comes on here: What was the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? Ooh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Oh my god, <laughs> I'll never stop yeah, talking that was about great. this movie.
1: How that did you was feel about great. It? That movie was great. It was fantastic. I, I'm I'm a big fan of anything that's not superhero movies. I'm not going to lie. I might sound like a hater, but I'm tired <laughs> of all of that Marvel shit. I'm tired of it. It's too much. Like, I'm like, yo, <laughs> please show me anything else. So like, I'm always fiending for any other movie. I need to watch Nope. I haven't seen Nope yet, but um, nope everything everywhere all at once. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was crazy. I got yeah. I got a peep. I got a peep. Maybe I'll go watch it today. But yeah, everything everywhere all at once. I loved it. Um, I think I think her name is Michelle Ye. I'm sorry if, if
2: Michelle you know Ye. I think.
1: Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, she yeah she slid. She went crazy. It was a great movie. Great movie. Eight two four always does their thing. Well, usually, you know what I'm saying. I want to say a good eight out of ten of their movies, they knock it out of the park.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a couple. Yeah, there's a couple that aren't super great. I saw Men, uh, like a couple months ago. I wasn't feeling that as much as I thought. I might be but everything everywhere mm-hmm. all at once is fucking crazy like yeah, I, I think slid I, I think on that i think i've seen it like three times at this point <laughs> and maybe
1: and maybe yeah I'm i bought it for
0: a fourth oh you bought it yeah wow, i bought okay. it on my yeah
1: i bought it on my apple tv i was like yeah this movie is great like i i bought it i was like yeah sure fuck it 20 bucks i, I support it so I'm, I'm, I'm big into speaking with your wallet
0: yeah That shit is so important, especially for movies. Like, people always wonder, like, you know, you were just saying, because, like, you know, like, cards on the table, I'm a big Marvel person, but I completely understand the fatigue because they're kind of everywhere right now. But it's, like, people always wonder, like, why is it nothing but superhero movies? And it's because, like, that's what people are paying to go see. Like, you got to support the shit you want to watch. Like, for real.
1: (laughs) speak with your wallet, you know what I'm saying? I tell that with everything. I even told that to my fans when I first started putting out albums. I was like, if y'all really want me to fucking, you know what I'm saying, like be around, buy my shit. Or I don't give a fuck. Cause like, I think there's this, uh there's this thing where people like to be like, ah, just do it for the art and da da da. We all, everybody who's a creative, I, I just want to put this out right now. Everyone who's a creative does it for the art. But at some point you become an adult and you have to put foot on the table too. So it's like, do you want me to focus on this at a high level, or do you want me to kind of do it and you get an album once every fucking four or five years? Who knows, maybe. And I'm gonna do something else. You know what I'm saying? Like, speak with your wallet.
0: Right, and you know, like you're, you, and you're like you're at a position right now where um, you have a pretty dedicated, very dedicated base that are willing to do that, and that's really, it, it's 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 honestly been incredible to see it grow from like. From like from like vice city to urameshi to like there is no threat felt like a felt like a really big turning point and then you did the mm-hmm. shit with sprite and now right. this is here like yeah. you, know, it, you know it's you know i guess it's 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 been a path so like that like that shit matters like putting yeah, your money definitely. where your mouth is definitely matters and um definitely and it's cool with Everything Everywhere All at Wants, too, because uh, I think that's the first A24 movie to gross $100 million globally. Like, it just hit that wow. mark like last week, which is crazy. Because, like, yeah. c- like, considering how big and, like, how much everybody loves to talk about the others, like, for this to be the first one to make more than $100 yeah. million is kind of nuts.
1: That's crazy. I think the other ones have had their success by being on streaming platforms and people just kind of hearing about them. Like, so, for me... Ex Machina was a big one. That's probably one of my mm, favorites. Same. But I found Ex Machina on Netflix. You know what I'm saying? So like, it's one of those things that I didn't see it in the theaters. You know? So like, I think that's where it comes from. I think A24 is, has you know built up a name enough that people are like, all right, it's lit. I mean, they're still fine. Like, fucking, they got Euphoria on HBO. That's yeah, that's HBO's biggest show in my opinion since Game of Thrones ended. Euphoria became
0: the biggest show. So facts, you know yeah it'll be all right (laughs) yeah no yeah no they'll definitely be cool it's just like because uh they're in like this weird position where like they're technically like an independent distributor but they have like but like but like I think they had like money seeded from somewhere I don't know like I'm not I'm not I'm not trying to bullshit but like you know like they're just in a really they just kind of give people the opportunity to just like make really weird out there shit that yeah. might not like and and that's like we need more stuff like that e- even if all of it isn't good like that's like on yeah exactly the, I'm
1: the same way yeah yeah, yeah. It's like I'd rather I'd rather people just try something different and it doesn't go off all the way than never try anything different that's what that's what I always tell my fans I'm like I'm never gonna put out the same project twice because I want to experiment I want to do something else like I, it's so boring to do the same thing over and over and over again. Like, I'm good
2: off that.
0: Yeah, nah, like, you, you, you know, you know, like, and, and, and you know, like, shout out to people, shout out to people who have kind of, like, late um honed in on a formula and just want to do that, because that's always cool, too. Oh, yeah, you know, like of course. I love that of shit. But, you know, like, it's on, but, but, like, but, like, if you want to keep pushing yourself, like, right. and it, yeah. like, it's part of, it. it's
1: part of every artist's artist, I mean, artistical journey, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you yeah. can really just, hone, if you find your sound and you're, like, this is what I'm gonna focus on. Amazing, more power to you. Me personally, just because, especially because I picked up producing and everything like that, I just wanna challenge myself to other genres and other things that I can do to see how crazy I can get in
0: every lane. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I feel it. So before we get into all of that, let's run it even further back. What's the first, what's the first experience you can remember having, watching a movie? It could be at the theater, it could be at your cousin house. It could be wherever, like the first time.
1: I think maybe I think maybe it was when I was legit watching um, the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire in the theaters. Hey. I think that <laughs> might be I think that might be my first. I just remember being like, "Yo, this is
0: crazy." Yeah,
1: that might be my first one.
0: <laughs> Man, that movie is so special too. Like that was, cause like, cause like that was around that. Coming back to the superhero shit that was like around the time when like those yeah. movies were starting to become like really yeah deep, yeah
1: yeah yeah that was that was one of the first of its kind and, and like trust me i was I was a huge superhero movie like fan it just like I said it was just too many
0: yeah <laughs> I get it you know and like there's something there's just something so special about that first spider-man one because they really tried to make it as like comic book faithful as possible like in the sense that mm-hmm. like it really felt like they pulled the shit out of the 60s yeah. like my favorite my favorite scene in the whole movie is when he's like trying to figure out how to do the yeah. web and he's just like with the hands and he's like magic web go yeah. web like- so, yeah 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 <laughs>
1: yeah. that was lit yeah yeah definitely definitely probably my, my favorite Most definitely my favorite spider-man movie for sure, mm. Willem Dafoe—he snapped as the goddamn Green Goblin. Yeah, God, dude, sure. like
0: performance for the ages. Like, yeah, really? real like, shit. Still, still. Willem Dafoe, up. man,
1: he's a goat, man. I mean, we was just talking about A24 movies. Killed in the lighthouse too. Mm-hmm. Willem Dafoe, man, give that nigga his flowers, man. That nigga, that nigga can act, man. Willem Dafoe can act.
0: For real, I just saw. I just saw. Um. I was just watching the uh, somebody put the clip of him doing that monologue, like 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 the Poseidon monologue from the lighthouse. Okay. And okay. just yeah, like and yeah. like I just watched it again and I was like, like somebody noticed he does that whole scene without blinking once. It's like one shot and he never blinks. It's like it's it's like almost two straight minutes of just him just like this. And it's like just that motherfucker's crazy.
1: He's <laughs> crazy, he's crazy. He's crazy. I, I you know what I'm saying? I'm really in the movies. So like yeah, I really, I really appreciate actors when I feel like they can really be fucking act, man. I love that shit.
0: Yeah, man, me too. Like for real. Like, oh, and before we move on, uh, you said that the first Spider Man is your favorite. I think mine is probably uh, mine is mine is still into the Spider Verse, the the animated one. Okay, that came out like three yeah, years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, that was a
1: great the, one. Yeah, that was a great one.
0: Yeah, like, like to me, to me, like hot take. This that might be the best superhero movie ever made. Maybe.
1: Oh, okay. All it's, right, it's, all right. I th- <laughs> I think uh, I think it's definitely up there. I think the Spider-Man movies have always just been quality. I think there has never been one that I've yeah. walked away from and been like, oh, this is whack. Even um, the one with Jake Gyllenhaal had some insane sequences where when he was um, Mysterio.
0: Yeah, Mysterio. He was Mysterio. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That one was. I mean. Movie-wise it was cool, but there was some sequences in that bitch that it was like, damn, that was wild. They had some inception type shit in there. It was crazy. Um, so Spider-Man movie's have always been good. I think um uh, my favorite superhero movie of all time might be Watchmen
2: though.
0: I'm not gonna lie. To Ooh. It. Wow, good yeah, choice. Man. Watch watch watchman's good as shit too. Yeah. Kinda, kinda, kinda underappreciated because a lot of people were mad about the ending because the ending's different from the book, but like I really, really like that. The,
1: the book ending is weird. You know what I'm saying? You got that giant squid and all sorts of weird. I, I like the way how they did it with the movie. I think that was the right choice. There are some times where the comic does get it wrong. I think another example of this in superhero culture is the boys. I think the boys, the changes they made as far as the show is way better than than what they're doing in the comic because the comic was basically just a fuck superheroes comic but I like yeah. what they did where they made it more so like superheroes are like celebrities you know what I'm saying because I feel like that's definitely more real and then you think oh this guy's supposed to be so great and da, 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 da. And I mean speaking as somebody that's in the entertainment industry I've seen a lot of that I've seen a lot of like right. you're supposed to be this good guy and you're a fuck nigga that's crazy <laughs>
0: so yeah yeah, definitely. The, the, yeah. Yeah. Like I haven't, I haven't seen all of the boys I, Um, cause I was talking to somebody, um, I was talking to somebody else about it and I, and I have started it. I'm not all the way caught up. I have feelings about it that I'm not going to get into right now. But <laughs> the thing, but the thing, but the thing I fuck with is that it does the things I like about the boys. It does remind like, it's almost like a combo of like Watchmen and like kick-ass cause like right. kick-ass ha- cause like kick-ass the book especially had that sort of like, cynical like fuck superheroes type thing going on which i wasn't right. really into but like but, but like once again the kick-ass movie really like took a lot of the issues i had with the kick-ass book and turned it into something crazy so okay. um i'm thinking yeah so like event eventually i'm gonna catch up on the boys and i'm gonna see what everyone's been talking about because like everyone in the world that i know has just been like oh dylan you gotta watch the boys like this is gonna be your shit you're gonna love it you're gonna love it and i'm like watching it so far and i'm like it's cool I'm, you know, you know, uh, uh, yeah. like, you know, like, I don't know if I'm jacking it just like, like that yet, right. but like, okay. it's, it's cool, it's cool.
1: I think, <laughs> I think it's because I had superhero fatigue that I ended up loving the boys so much because, like, I had the same problem yeah. when I was dealing with like anime and manga. I was tired of like the power of friendship and like all this <laughs> the good guys always win. That's why, I, like, my second favorite is probably, um, Infinity War like not Endgame because they bring everybody back. Like, fuck that. I was like, no, (laughs) you niggas are fighting planet killers. Like there needs to be some sort of like, I don't know, there needs to be some, some something, there needs to be something. It's, it's, it can't just be like, and everybody lived and everything was fine and the power of friendship and we beat the bad guys, hooray. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm like, this is bullshit if a nigga who really could is uh, fucking trying to destroy half the universe came to earth, you'd fuck shit up. Yeah. The show Niggas would die and it would be over with. So, like, that was my thing. That's why I feel like I like the boys because I was like, all right, well, anybody can die. There's consequences to their actions. Like, I like shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Same thing made me fall in love with Game of Thrones before they fucked that up. Yeah. Sure. yeah yeah
0: yeah see you see Game of Thrones is a show I never really touched but everybody hates the ending no I've I, oh, I talked to like dozens God. of people bro. like it's the worst <laughs> no
1: it's the they really folded talk about Damn. talk about the most amazing thing you've ever seen talk about I don't know LeBron dropping 50 and then missing the game winner like I'm like it's like it was real bad I was like you niggas Literally, it went from the best show I've ever seen, ever. And still, nothing beats the first four seasons. Like, anybody will wow. tell you that. The first four se- like, I've seen The Sopranos. I've seen everything. Breaking Bad, everything. Nothing beats the first four seasons of Game of Thrones. And they completely fucked up the ending. Like, damn, made it so bad,
0: niggas can't even rewatch it. Ruined the whole show. They blew like, a three to one lead type shit. No,
1: <laughs> yo, what they blew a three to one one lead with, and they were going to win the fourth, but they, you know, last bucket they lost type shit. Like no. that's how bad they folded. It was, it was not. You know what I am saying? Uh, God damn, they fucked up, man. How do but,
0: you, man, yeah. just, just like how how do you fuck up politics and dragons? Like I don't understand. <laughs> like,
1: that's why they trying to run it back with this new shit. But like, right. you know, I ain't gonna be tweeting it. But I ain't gonna be into it like that. Like I'm gonna watch just cause like everything else about Game of Thrones was so amazing. It's just they fucked the writing up so bad that it ruined the whole shit. Like that's why they doing the prequel because the prequel already has the the source material done. But like still, they folded. They fold.
0: damn bro that's rough yeah. yeah like i knew i knew that as soon as somebody accidentally left a starbucks cup on the table when they were yeah. shooting, i was i, I, I was yeah. like i was like these motherfuckers don't care they yeah, checked it was out tough. it was tough
1: yeah they was trying to go shoot with disney for star wars and fuck niggas ah, whatever i don't even <laughs> want to talk about it no more it should be getting me upset
0: <laughs> i feel you <laughs> so so from the time so from the time you saw spider-man um and like, mm-hmm. you, know, like you know you grow up and obviously yeah. like, life happens. Like, um, was there like was there a movie that you saw growing up that like kind of made you? Yeah. Yeah. Was there a movie growing up that you saw that kind of made you like appreciate film is like a not even in like an artful sort of way, but something that just like made you stop and recognize it as something more than just like a piece of entertainment, like something that really just like touched you
1: um i think it wasn't until i was a little bit older like when i was young the first movie that i felt like really i had a strong emotional reaction from was like eight mile i thought that movie was great but um as i got older it was i don't know it was like a switch one day i was just like man i love movies i think literally is in, in combination with like i was watching i felt like every movie i was watching was a superhero movie so superhero fatigue and then like I remember, I think I saw Silence or I saw uh, like another Scorsese movie and I was like, or I might've seen Ex Machina and I was like, this movie is amazing. Why has, why is nobody talking about this? Like why? Like that's what really made me be like, okay, I love movies and I don't want to see this shit. It was, it was just a combination of that because I was just like, bro, there's a lot of crazy shit out here. I felt like it was kind of like music. Like I was like, there's a lot of crazy shit out here but it's being overshadowed by like, and I, obviously there's great Marvel movies, but I was like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about Ant-Man, nigga. Like, Silence was way better than Ant-Man, nigga. What are you talking about? Like That movie should be talked about. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, that that's what it was. Like, I just, it wasn't one film. It was just a moment. It was like a light
0: switch. Right. So now I'm curious, since you mentioned like three and I want to start with Silence because it's one that I haven't talked about with too many people and I really got to watch it again. But like,
1: oh you've seen. Wow. it All right, like, I gotta show you love off of that because niggas man. don't niggas don't even know about
0: that. Yeah, man, you're talking about you're talking about the one with um uh, Andrew Garfield, right? Yep, and yeah, Adam yeah, Driver,
1: yeah. and they're in Japan, and they're uh,
0: priests. Movie is crazy. Mm-hmm. It's it, it's yeah. it's 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 a wild one, and like one that uh. It like it wasn't really like around very many places. It, it didn't. It didn't screen like nationally or right. anything. But like, right. but, but but Like for you, like what was it about Silence that really grabbed you? Because that's like a that's like a super specific con. Like you got to be in a mood to watch a movie like yeah, Silence. Yeah,
1: right? but
0: I like I like movies like that. I'm not gonna lie. Like I
1: used to put my girlfriend, my ex, through a lot of that shit, man. Like I would be like, I, I love long, slow burning great acted, philosophical. Like, I just like movies like that. You know what I'm saying? I, I like too. movies that are just for entertainment too. But like, I just like when movies have, I think the perfect movie is a little bit of both. That's why I was talking about earlier, like the last movie that I thought was really great was Everything Everywhere. Cause I thought that was perfect mix of entertainment, but still like, I came out of it and I was like, wow, like, the, you know, I have to look at life a little bit differently because like, I love movies like that because ultimately at the end of the day, Movies, music, everything like that, it's all stories. You know what I'm saying? You should leave with something. Like, man, I gotta, you know, we had a conversation before, but you know, everything that happened in my life the past two years, I was like, man, I, you know, I gotta love the people that are around me more. I gotta appreciate things more. I gotta, I gotta look at life from a different perspective. So like I just been trying to be more grateful. And it's like, I like movies that help me come away with a perspective of like, man, like I got to really appreciate something or like, you know, like you, you know, don't take things for granted or like whatever, whatever the, the, you know, the moral, the mood of it is, you know, and silence doesn't really have that. But I I think I just thought it was amazingly acted. And I, and I like movies that are, that are accurate. I don't like movies where it's like, and then the bad guys, the lost and niggas won and everybody was happily ever after. Cause life isn't like that. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there's no resolution. Sometimes, you know, it's just like, yeah, so this is some crazy shit that happened to me and then I just lived out the rest of my life and that was what it was, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of what happened in silence, you know what I'm saying? Nigga goes through all this shit, tries to bring Christianity to Japan, whoop whoop loses his boy, um, you know what I'm saying? His, his teacher fucking tells him, yo, step on Jesus, like, changes his whole shit and he's like, yeah, you know, at the end, I broke and I lived my life, I always still kept Christ in my heart but it is what it is. Like, that's, that's just life sometimes. Like, and I just thought that was so real. The same way with like, so video games do that too. Like, the first, Last of Us, I thought that was the same thing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't like ambiguous endings or endings where you don't really get closure. But like, I, sometimes I don't like that, but sometimes I do like that because like, that's life. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. for me, I, I just enjoy the journey. I enjoy cinematography. I enjoy the acting. I enjoy atmosphere. I like so many other aspects of movies besides just the story and the ending. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm sitting here. We talking about how Game of Thrones ending was trash. That was different. But you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, sometimes, I, I don't know. I just, I just appreciate that shit. So like, yeah, man, silence was great.
0: Yeah, and, and 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 like and like it's great because like it could, because like for people who know a lot about the stuff that Martin Scorsese makes, it's like mm-hmm. he doesn't, you, you know, like a lot of like we all we all know Scorsese is somebody who's like the mob dude, right? Like we know like right. the Goodfellas right. and the yeah, Departed yeah, yeah. and all that shit, but yeah. like,
1: Goddamn, but like one, um, yeah, what's that? What's that movie called? The one he just did on Netflix, Three Hours. Oh, the Irishman. Uh, <laughs> Irishman. Yeah, that yeah. was great too. I paint
0: houses. <laughs> I, still, I still, I still haven't finished the Irishman. Funny oh,
1: enough. you sleep? It was
0: great. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Definitely, definitely finish it. I'm, a, I'm gonna pick it back up. But like the thing, but like we, but like that's that's like that's like the thing everybody notices about Scorsese, which like obviously it's right there. How could you not? But like he's also bi- He's also big on like, he's also big on like Catholic guilt, like this like religious mm. fucking like. And I think you know, like at first when I first heard about Silence, I was like this doesn't sound like the type of movie he'd make usually. But when I like watched it and really thought on it, I was like, it makes perfect sense. These are the types of themes he deals with in almost every single movie he makes. Like the fucking Christian, mm-hmm. particularly Catholic guilt is as prominent as the mob stuff. He even mm-hmm. made, he even made a movie about Jesus. It was, um, Oh, which one was it? Cause there's so many Jesus movies. He made, um, I think his was um blanket on the name. <laughs> um, oh man, I got no no no. I gotta I gotta I gotta look it up real quick. Um it was it was The Last Temptation of Christ. Right. That was that was, uh, that was Oh, you know
1: what? I did hear about that, but I never saw that movie. I yeah. never saw that movie. I gotta watch it. I gotta watch it.
0: Yeah, it's um yeah, it's pretty tight. It's pretty tight. Okay. Um but yeah, like I just think that's really interesting about Scorsese just like he managed like he manages to make that a part of his movies the same way that somebody like david Cronenberg does with like body horror like even mm. if it's not like explicitly like gross like it's always about like some sort of bodily thing like right. what is it's violence like that right. type of shit Right, um, right right when did you first fall in love with music because obviously those two things go hand in hand but like for you right. like when was music first a thing for you um,
1: I think it was when I was a kid, to be honest with you, like, I don't know, my like, and I can't even say I come from a musical background, you know what I'm saying? I know a couple of my homies that, like, their parents are musicians and shit like that. That was never the case with me. My mom didn't even listen to hip-hop music. Like, I discovered hip-hop music at my babysitter's crib, you know what I'm saying, when I was a kid. But, like, I don't know, like, just one day I just wanted to start writing. I remember I was, like, seven and I wrote a rap. My mom hated it because I was like, fuck the police, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, I think that's so funny to be like seven and be like, yeah, y'all niggas, something wrong with y'all. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that, I mean, that was, that was, you know, that was when I first really just like fell in love with it. I mean, I stopped for a little while because of that, because like I would just write raps and my mom would be like, uh, you're tripping. Cause I would just, my subject matter would just be wild. But, right. I came back when I was like maybe like 14, 15 and I was like, yeah, you know what? I did used to like doing this shit. Like there's a lot of stuff from my childhood that I did that I do now. So like music was a love of mine. Martial arts was a love of mine. Fucking piano was a love of mine. Games were a love of mine. I feel like in my adult life, I've just been trying to get more in tune with like my interests as a kid, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. And like what and like and like what was it about music at that time that made you decide to just like come back to it? Um I was in a class
1: and like we did like as an assignment, we did like some sort of poetry shit or some like some shit like that, but it was like competitive. So I was in my head, I was like, Oh, this is a rap battle. I used to rap hmm. when I was a kid. I'm for to shit on these niggas. <laughs> so Literally, I just wrote some, and I was, and I fucking whooped up on everybody, and I was like, damn, I did used to goddamn snap at this shit. Who knows? And, like, I don't know, like, from there, because I can't say it was just that moment that I was like, oh, I decided, but, like, that was the catalyst, because from there, I was like, well, I'm just gonna keep kind of writing in my spare time whenever I feel like, I, it's like it's like, it was like picking up a whole, an old hobby again, you know what I'm saying? And then yeah. one day, I was just like, damn, I'm getting pretty nice, you know what I'm saying? Like around the time I was like 16 or 17, I was fucking nice. I'm not gonna lie. When I was 17, I think I, think I could have barred up anybody. Damn. Like I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. Like, I don't even think, I don't even think me now is, I think, I think I'm just older. So like my, my perspective has changed and like more about life. But I mean, from a technical standpoint, I think I could have barred anybody up when I was 17. No cap to so like anybody in the world. There's not like, cause I was religiously just listening to Big L Eminem, fucking <laughs> Biggie, fucking, like, I was just listening, like, Papoose, Cassie. I was literally just listening to the craziest lyricists I could find. Craziest. Lupe, yeah. and I was listening to the craziest motherfuckers I could find. So at 17, I was just soaking it all up, and I was like, there's no nigga that's even coming close to seeing me right
0: now at all man so, you were you were barred the fuck up like yeah you, i was you, i was hella
1: <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i was i was like yo this, this is different now
0: <laughs> so yeah um, what, so so in that case when did you start recording like when was it like oh like i'm not just like barring niggas up like i'm making this music um it's literally as soon as i could buy a mic
1: i remember my boy got a new mic my boy Dream Bills. I still work with him today. He actually co-produced hey. the business and Only God Forgives. Um, wow. We grew up together. Yeah. Um, fucking, he got a new mic and he had a studio at his crib. I remember I begged my mom. I was like, "He'll sell me his mic for sixty bucks, please." And she was like, "All right." We went, got that shit from Fool, and that was it. I just started. I just started recording. You know what I'm saying? Like, I li- I remember. I had so many raps at that point, And like, I just started to make beats on FL and shit like that. I made my whole album in like a month. Wow. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and which and which project was that? It was one of like the early, it was early, my, early ones. No, it was my
1: very first mixtape question. Yeah. Yeah. See, very, I haven't even heard that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, niggas don't even know about that. It's like, you can't, it's, it's so far back. I mean, people who know about me now, like really, the start for a lot of people is Vice City, but I had six mixtapes before that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, like been out here a little while.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I was yeah, no, nah, I was doing my research over the course of the last couple of days, and I was re-listening to Vice City, and I saw. Like I realized like, yeah, like you had like five other projects before this that I hadn't even heard and I didn't get the chance to listen to, unfortunately, That's but you mean. know, like, <laughs> you know, like it's a, uh, like, the shit doesn't just happen overnight is the nah, lesson. Not at all. There. And I mean, <laughs> and, and,
1: and my artistic journey is more so like, I really don't count anything prior to Meshi because like I count Vice City just because that was my first try at like really being like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm like really trying to put together an album and everything yeah. like that. So I, I, I'll count that. But, like, I, before before Messi, I mixed everything myself. I did everything myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, Messi is the first time I ever had an engineer. You know what I'm saying? So, like, oh, yeah. like slow grind better than no grind. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mm-hmm. you know, you can't. You can't shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'd be always telling people, I'm like, because I, I used to have homies that would be like, yeah, bro, like, I just feel like I'm not good enough yet. I always be like, nigga, just put it out. Like, you can't grow if you don't drop. You know what I'm saying? Because you don't know the mistakes. It's like, it's, it's something I, I learned. I was, um, I was watching a video yesterday and, and one of, this, one of uh, these guys I watch on YouTube who, who uh, reviews movies, he was like, he was talking about how he just got into directing. And uh, an old saying is basically, you always know how to direct your movie after it's done. You know what I'm saying? So it's the same thing. Like with albums, everything you always know how to do it after it's done. You know what I'm saying? You learn. hindsight is twenty twenty. That's that's exactly, exactly. So you know, like, yeah, I I don't trip about that shit. That shit all made me who I am today. You know what I'm saying? I had to go through that era. I had to go through the era of being real technical and being on this and being on that. To Vice City when I transitioned into like talking about real shit, talking about life, you know what I'm saying? And then just building from there to there is no threat. When I started producing for the first time to before the night's over, when I produced everything and now to Inago where I produced slash co-produced everything. And like, I've been able to merge the styles, you know what I'm saying?
0: Right. Yeah. Just like, it's, it's a whole journey. And for you and you're like being, Like being that you're someone who's so influenced by not just music and not just film, but like, you know, like, but you like, like anime and manga and games too. like, Mm -hmm. like, what, like, was there ever a moment when you first consciously linked? Like you usually when I ask people this question, it's Mm. like film and music specifically, but Uh like, was there ever a moment in time when like, you just kind of noticed like some sort of connection between any two disparate types of media, like film and music? Or anime and music, yeah. or games and movies. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, it it yeah. could be whatever.
1: As but, far as like, as far as um, anime goes, it was definitely when I watched Samurai Shampoo because that mm-hmm. like new job is the, the classic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hip hop samurai <laughs> shit. I was like, yo, this is fire, nigga. But um, everything else, I can't really say too much. Just like, I mean, I just like playing video games because it's just another medium of of storytelling, like movies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just it just gives me ideas as far as videos or as far as like other shit in life, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you, you pick up a lot of life lessons from all sorts of media, it's all art at the yeah. end of the day. We're we're surrounded by art, whether it's the car you drive, the house you live in, I mean, even the the medium which we're talking to each other right now, you know what I'm saying? This is art, your laptop is art. Somebody had to design it, create yeah. it you know, craft it. So like, I don't know i just kind of look at life like that you know what i'm saying
0: man yeah yeah it's just it's just like all art influencing art you know like you know like nature nature is like organic art like a tree mm-hmm. just like sprouted yeah. from an acorn type shit you know yeah. like that's art yeah
1: yeah exactly <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i've definitely so my brother's a fighter and like um he helps me a lot with the you know i'm more i'm an artist so like i'd I be going through um through more emotional stuff than he does he's more stoic because you have to be relaxed when you fight um and like and we help each other a lot in different ways and one of the ways he helps me out is like he told me about um I think it's the book of five rings which is by um Miyamoto Musashi and greatest fucking swordsman ever and you know it talks about him and his journey and being stoic and and like focus and life and art and like, just these things help me look at life and view life in just a different perspective, you know, like you said, with organic art, like, you know, yeah, a tree sprouts from an acorn, you know what I'm saying? Like the leaves fall and grow back again. Like I just, I just look at life through a different lens because of things like that. It's just, you sit and you become one with nature, you become one with the world and like, it's like, you, because we are art ourselves too. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. You were a child, you become an adult, and you become an elder, and then you pass. You know what I'm saying.
0: From the earth you came, and from the earth you shall return. You know what I'm saying. So like, yeah, yeah. See, 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 now, see, now you're talking about Miyamoto Musashi. I've never read the book, and I really want to. But you just reminded me. Have you ever, have you ever played the game Brave Fencer Musashi before on the PlayStation? No. Nah. Nah. So, so, so it was a, so it was this like. It was this like JRPG that was on the PlayStation One. Um, I had oh, wow. a demo. I had a demo disc, and it had that the demo, demo disc. disc. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. fucking demo discs. Like, I still have a couple of like laying around my crib, and I just look at them, and I'm like, damn. Like, we really yeah. used to just, like play demos off like a yeah, disc you'd get from like a magazine, disc. and just yeah. Like Um, and yeah, so like it had this game on it called Brave Fencer Musashi, and I had never heard of that. I, I you know, like obviously, you know, you know, like I'm like I'm like a kid, so I don't know what the fuck any of that means like I'm playing this game and you're like this red haired Duke of the sword and you're like fighting robots. And like, I don't know where, but like, uh, like th- like that game is, I have such a specific, like vivid memory of playing that demo over and over and over again. I never played the full game itself, but like, I just fucked with that so much. And I always wondered what, like, I, like it's probably a real shot in the dark to assume that it was mm-hmm. named after Miyamoto Musashi, but like right. considering considering that he was considering that he's the greatest swordsman on earth uh, on uh, ever, like that probably was named after him. Yeah, and, it probably was. Like just like that connection, just it, it, that just sparked something in my brain. I just had to bring that up.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, no, no, I never played it, but I mean that sounds dope. I, there's also a, a manga written about him called Vagabond. That's really good. Mm. You should definitely check that out.
0: I've heard of it, but I haven't read it yet. It's five far all right nah i gotta because because yeah like manga is something else i'm always i'm always so behind like every like like i i feel like every other week i tell myself i'm gonna finally catch up at one piece i'm gonna finally oh, no i'm never back. doing that i'm never doing that <laughs> i'm no gonna make way. it back no it's, nah, it's too
1: many it's too many I, I i'm never doing that like one i i caught up to one piece one time in my life and it was like maybe six years ago seven years ago and it was like okay. chapter 700 and i was like this nigga isn't even halfway done. I caught up to it and I was, and I, I could just tell. I was like, oh, this nigga isn't even halfway done with the story. I'm not reading this anymore. I'm done. You got it.
0: Like, so you heard, so I assume you heard that Oda said he's like,
1: yep, he's his he has last, the ending
0: ready. Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay, good. Finish it, nigga. Like, damn. I wish, I wish, Uh, what's his name? I wish Togashi would be like Oda and just, I, you know. Write Hunter X Hunter, nigga, because if Hunter X Hunter got written like uh, <laughs> One Piece, there would be no One Piece. Hunter x
0: Hunter <laughs> is That's a hot world. take. Oh, my God. It's not, it's
1: not. Hunter X Hunter is the biggest. My nigga, my nigga, Togashi tweeted a picture of a shitty drawing of Kurapika, and it got a million likes. Okay. <laughs> Come on, bro. What are we talking Yo. about? This is oh, the best, man. this is the best, like anybody that watches Hunter x Hunter, literally ask anybody about Hunter x Hunter. They'll be like, I wanna recommend it to you, but it's not finished and you're gonna like it. You're gonna love it. It's probably gonna become one of your favorites or your favorite. That's how good it is. This is the same nigga who made Yu Yu Hawk show.
0: Yeah. And like, and, and you know, like, come on, like, what, what more needs to be said about Yu Yu Hakusho?
1: You literally you know made a I'm whole saying?
0: project about how much you like Yu Yu Hakusho. So yeah, like. like, you know what I'm saying? Like
1: that, <laughs> like what? Nah, Hunter X Hunter is the goat. It really is the goat. So, I've
0: been, I've been meaning to rewatch it because I liked it when I first saw it, but I don't think the I. The manga like, goes crazy though. Like the anime gets
1: up to a good spot, but after the anime is over. There's a wild fight. Hisoka fights Krola Lucifer. Fucking niggas. There's a Game of Thrones arc right now with Kurapika. Like that shit goes crazy. I'm trying to tell oh, you. Man. I'm trying to tell Damn. you it goes
0: crazy. Yeah, I just, I, I just, I just really gotta find the time to like go back to reading manga because I used to be like heavy on it and now I just like catch a, I just like I'll just I'll, like 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 right now I'm mar- or I was marathoning uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and I oh, just yeah? finished. Um, I just finished what's the um Diamond is Unbreakable. I just finished Diamond is Unbreakable. And uh like I needed to take a break because I was just like, bro, I ran like I ran through Star I ran through like the second half of Stardust Crusaders and then made it to, and then ran through all of Diamond is Unbreakable in like two weeks. And I'm oh, like, okay. I'm JoJo out. I've never, I've
1: never watched JoJo, I'm not gonna lie. I know it's super popular and shit. I tried, but it just wasn't for me. I but I mean, it. I think it's I think it's fire though. I mean, you know what I'm saying. I ain't got no, I ain't got nothing against it. Just it just took me too long. Like I where I was yeah. at in anime and manga at that point, I was like, I don't want to wait three seasons because I was waiting for the stands. You know what I'm saying? So like the stands yeah, they don't come pop in up season until three. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, All right, I I don't care no more. You know what I'm saying? All this mm-hmm. Sun Hamon shit, whatever. I don't care. Uh, and I just I just went on to other shit. But yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel it because I started. I actually started it because uh, I had some college homies who were watching the second season with the vampires, um, um, with uh, Caesar and the Bubble Hamon and all that shit. And like, I just like stumbled on them watching it, and I was like, "What's this?" And I just caught up with them, and like, I was like, "This is amazing." But they hadn't made Stardust Crusaders into an anime yet, so I kind of forgot about it for like eight years. Oh, and then yeah. And, and yeah and then like and then and then all of it's on Netflix now so I was like all yeah. right yeah t- it's 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 time to do it again time. I started from yeah. there. I, I I went through Phantom Blood what was the second one called Battle Tendency Stardust Crusaders and um Diamond is Unbreakable and I think the next one's Golden Wind which I'm gonna start oh, soon yeah. but like you know it, it's it's just like it's all just like you're like you're gonna be embarrassed about how far how not far in One Piece I made it I made it forty chapters into one <laughs> they beat arlong and then i stopped oh them. wow arlong so I'm, I'm i'm far back <laughs> wow
1: arlong yeah just stop there don't even don't you, you good honestly you don't need to watch it you don't need to see it you good you good Man,
0: you. nah i i, I need that i need that luffy second gear in my life i've been seeing i've been seeing too much cool shit I, I i i need i need i need all that i need I, I need all the straw hat pirate adventures but i'm also gonna run hunter and hunter again because just you know I just think it's that time and it's been too long. I'm probably going to get caught up. <laughs>
1: you are going to get caught up. I'm telling you, it's that good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so <laughs> early, so early, so earlier we were talking about, um, we were talking about Vice City and you kind of, you kind of like, like that being the first time where you really put your heart on the table. Like we were saying before, and like, and and, and, and like the thing that I love about your music is that you really, it really toes the line between you just kind of being on your like braggadocious shit, and being very, very, very personal to you and like really trying to unravel these stories. Like not even in just like a way to entertain. I'm like, obviously, it's about entertainment. But like, you put so much of yourself into your music that like some of it, like some of it almost feels like we shouldn't be listening to it. It it, like, (laughs) like, like like just in the sense that it's like, it just feels so private and so intimate and like, considering that Vice City, you said was like the first time you really tried that, like, Mm. why, what, like, why did that, like, why did Vice City, or at least like, what was like, I don't know why I'm struggling to ask this question. Why was then the time for you to kind of bridge those two different styles of your music? Like, why was then the right time for that?
1: Because, I mean, my whole thing was, you're not going to listen to a motherfucker you don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so my shit was like, you know, I I don't like to get preachy, but like, I, you know, there I, I recognize that even though it might not be the largest one, I do have a platform. And even at that time, I felt like I still had a platform. So it was like, what am I saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, am I just talking about how fucking good I can rap? Or like, am I saying something? And at the end of the day, if I want somebody to listen to me when I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like, we have to try and do better to be better people and like, you know, be, be better for each other. Like I had a tweet the other day where I was talking about cycles of violence. And it's like, and I mean, that's what Kendrick's album was about, you know what I'm saying? Um, which we have to talk about in a little bit, um, but off record. Um,
2: uh,
1: but you know, like, hurt people hurt people. And I was like,
2: yeah.
1: yes, I've been saying this forever. You know what I'm saying? But like, mother, if I'm just like, hurt people hurt people, you shouldn't be bad. I would be like, who the fuck are you? Da da da, da, da X, Y, Z. So like, for me, I was just kind of like, I gotta tell people my life what I go through and what I've been through. So they're like, so maybe they can find some sort of hope or some sort of inspiration in that. Cause I've been through some dark times, but I'm still here, you know what I'm saying? So like, like I said, I might not have the biggest platform, but like I'd rather use my platform for a little bit of good than a little bit of evil or or stand neutral. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to be that person. When I die, I I I hope I did something for somebody I hope I made somebody's life a little bit better, you know what I'm saying? I hope yeah, I hope I was able I hope I was able to do something. I hope I hope people or let me not say people cuz you never know if people are going to remember you, but I hope somebody's like, "Man, this song saved me, saved my life or this song yeah. changed how I was going to do things or whatever whatever." Like that's to me, that's that's where I was at, you know what I'm saying? So that's when I started just doing shit like that
0: right and like and like that makes sense and and like and like once again you you know like your music has never really felt preachy to me in that way like it really uh you like you managed to get your message across in a way that just like sounds fly you know like not <laughs> not, not 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 even you, you know you like you like, like you're not lecturing anybody like you're speaking from like personal experience and weaving that into a thing that just sounds good over beats mm. And that's like <laughs> a lot and that's and that's a lot harder than people give it credit for. And, you know, like and, and like I and like we've been saying this a lot, but like that was kind of like that felt like a breaking point for you just in like, OK, like this is this is the type of time I'm on now. Like I can do yeah. this. And yeah, then yeah. and then, you are know, like Urameshi is uh, more like more of an expansion of that that then mm. leads to there is no threat which is where yeah. you start which is where you really start digging into the production so like when so like when did you decide like when was it like I want to make the beats too like had you been making beats before or like was there is no threat like, nah. really the first time
1: so I, so I was making beats way 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 back in the day like mixtape days but like I stopped because I got some producers and I and I was just like I just want to focus on rapping but I started again because um I got to a wildlife situation, as all my uh, <laughs> best albums from people come from pain. <laughs> but oh, we gotta talk yeah, about so, that
2: too. But yeah, <laughs> well,
1: no, it's It's just it's something like it's just a fucking shorty. But like I was just I was just going through it and I couldn't write, so I was like, well, I can't write. I'm just sitting at home depressed. So I needed something to throw myself into. I couldn't play games either. I was like at the point in my life where I was cutting out video games and I was you know I'm saying so like I had no escape so I just started making beats I got I bought myself a laptop on OfferUp it was 400 bucks it was you know I'm saying and and I out to
0: OfferUp that's crazy
1: yeah 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 it wasn't even a Mac it was just a nice uh HP laptop fucking I put FL Studio on that bitch and Yeah, I just learned how to make beats. I was like, man, nobody can make beats the way I want to make them. And I'm sitting here. I'm going through all these beats trying to figure out what I want. I'm like, I know what I want. You know what I'm saying? And then three months into me learning production, I made fake shit. And then, like, I ended up producing half of my album. A year into producing, fucking, that's when I produced Poison Clan for me, Denzel, and Play That Boy's A,
2: and a bunch of
1: other shit. Like, so I was like, all right, well, I got pretty good at this pretty quick, so... Yeah, I just—I don't know. I just felt like I could control my sound. I—I I feel like as an artist, if you don't produce, you'll never have your true, authentic sound. You might get close, but you'll never have your sound because who knows you better than you?
0: Right, and I get that too because you know, like when you're rapping over somebody's beat, like you're basically having a conversation with somebody else. Right. And like, and like, as close as you may or may not be to a person who's helping you make music, like you just said, they're not you. So like exactly. so so like I'm always really intrigued by rapper producers because of that. Like y'all have a really you know like you're like you're basically just having a conversation with yourself in a not yeah. like wild like masturbatory kind of way. <laughs> but like, yeah. know, like <laughs> for like but 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 for you like you know like how yeah like a couple questions before we move back to the projects proper. Like as a rapper producer, like do you feel do you f- or are you know, like, how, 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 does your rapping, how does your rapping influence the way you produce? And how does your producing influence the way you rap? Because I feel like it has to, right? Like,
1: How's my rapping influence the way I produce?
0: Yeah. And then the other way around. Unless it know. just doesn't and I'm just bullshitting. I, 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 no. um.
1: I don't think it really influences it. I think there's just, I'm able to do more. Like, okay, back in the day, if I was like, all right, I wanna do a boom bap track now, cause I've done a couple hype tracks and like, that's not the vibe I'm on. I have to go, I have to find a nigga that I think is raw with the boom bap, I have to find a beat I like, I have to be like, yo, da da da, all sorts of extra shit. Now I can just be like, no, nah, I'm just gonna, I want to do some boom bap shit. So I'm just going to go and chop up samples till I make a really hard boom bap beat. And then I'm just going to rap over it. Like, I think it just gives me the ability to to shape. And I mean, it's going to be perfectly to my taste, you know what I'm saying? So like, it just gives me the ability to to shape my music the way I want. I I think, like I said, I think there's prices. I think you don't get that with, you know, I, I still love working with other producers, but like, of course. I don't know. I'm a very solitary person. You know what I'm saying? So like it just makes it easier for me to do shit like that.
0: Right. You know, and I think uh you know, you know, you know, like I think I think that shows I think that shows on a song like uh like 25 to life from the end of There Is No Threat, like the song with you and Sylvan, shout out to Sylvan mm-hmm. McHugh who's shout out amazing.
2: to yeah.
0: Um and yeah, just like you just you just like blacked out. And it's just, like, to me, like, it's just, like, the perfect middle ground between the two types of music you were talking about, like, between, like, the hype stuff and the more thoughtful stuff. Because there's, mm-hmm. like, a little bit of both of that there. And if I remember correctly, you did produce that one, right? I'm not tripping. No, no,
1: my boy Prolific ah, produced that. Yeah, Shout out yeah, to
0: Prolific. Yeah. My fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, it's all good.
1: Yeah, he snapped on that. He was one of, yeah, that, that project, that was mainly me, downtime, and Prolific
0: right and and you said you you said that fake shit was one of the first was one of the first beats you made by yourself Mm -hmm. what was it what was it about fake shit that made you be like yeah this is this is it like because I I like different
1: types (laughs) of music I don't know I just I was like I was just grooving to it you know what I'm saying like that's the thing like people don't understand like when you produce it's like I don't know I can't speak for other producers but like I can produce in multiple genres, you know what I'm saying? Because I like multiple genres, and I understand the, the skeletons of them, you know what I'm saying, what makes a genre a certain genre. A lot of it comes down to percussions and bass, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I just made it, and I was like, this is a vibe. Immediately, I started freestyling to the skeleton. I was like, yeah, I know I'm about to slide on this. Went to the studio, and I was like yeah this is where it's at so from then i just yeah i just locked in i made i made maybe a hundred 200 beats that year this year is going to be even crazier though i'm probably going to make like 400 this year <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah
0: because because yeah now you've been moved you've been moving through the different production software and like you're just like yeah really, like yeah, you're I'm on ableton
1: now. Now. yeah i'm on ableton now i produced my whole album in ableton
0: right yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah 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 right you men- yeah, you mentioned that before. and you know, like before the night is over, like I remember and uh, um um, because I interviewed you for DJ booth back right mm-hmm. when there is no threat came out, and right. like so so you know like in between, there is no threat which was which was produced by you and mm-hmm. others. and then before the night is over is the one that's all you. yeah and and so you- is an opera. right yeah. and, and um and you know like. Like, and that one, like, I kind of sort of remember like you and Kev kind of communicating that it, like, you you know, like it was a little risky considering that you were going for a couple songs that were like melodic, which you hadn't Uh really done before. So like- I mean,
1: I have, it just depends on how long of a fan of mine you've been, because like I always would sneak one in, like fake shit is a melodic song, you know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't anything on You're a Meshi, but You're a Meshi, I just wanted to do something to like perform, but- Fucking um, before Vice City, I had done that before. Like, I didn't think it was super out of line for me. And, and I, I'm, I'm also a firm believer in good music is good music. You know Same what I'm here. saying? So, like, if you got some shit, like when I made We'll Be in Love, I was like, I don't care if I've never made a song like this. I know this song is fire and it's still going to do well. And it was my number one song all of
0: last year. That song is great too. Like, still, like, I still listen. I, um, <laughs> I, um, I, I, um, I still listen to that one, honestly. Yeah. Appreciate it. No, of course, and like, you know, like you just kind of, you know, you've all you've always been someone who's extremely confident, but like you're really just like, you're really just like confiding in yourself more and more and more with every project. Yeah, I and believe then, in myself. <laughs> yeah, as you should, you know, like yeah. you know, like you wouldn't you would you wouldn't put it out like if you didn't fuck with it, like <laughs> yeah. Um and like. So like so like considering everything that had happened in your life that had led up to Anago, like what like talk to me about I'm I, yeah, I mean like when we um when we linked back in November, you explained to me, like you kind of gave me the whole like roadmap yeah. for Anago. You obviously don't have to do that right now, but like where but like where did the initial idea of like I need to make this into music come from for a nago?
1: Um, there's a, there's a moment on, um to pimp a butterfly that I always call back to because I feel like I had that same moment where Kendrick is like, I found myself screaming inside of a hotel room, Mm. not knowing what to do, literally me, but replace hotel room with a beach. And you know what I'm saying? And I was just like, I don't know what's going on in my life. I don't know if I'm even gonna make it out of this shit. It seems like the world's ending. We was in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a breakup, in the middle of friends and family dying. I didn't know what to do. I was like, I just snapped. I was like, I don't care anymore. I'm just gonna record. And whatever happens, happens. I'm gonna make an album if I die. It doesn't matter. Like, that's where I was at. I just started going. Like my life was distorted, the world was distorted. I was just in I was on a different vibration. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that reflects in the album.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And like the thing the thing about Anago that's really been getting me as I've been listening to it is that it really does feel like it has bits and pieces of every single thing you've done up until now. You know, like yeah. I hear you you know there's like there's like a little bit of there is no threat a little bit of before the night is over a little bit of vice city it's just but like but like but like they don't feel like retreads it just feels like you kind of take in all that stuff and form something new out of it
2: right Right.
0: (laughs) and 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 yeah nah like that shit is just that shit is just like really tight to me because like like, because like especially when you especially when you explained it to me like 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 like, i gotta tell y'all like i can't remember the last time i had somebody explain their album to me in such detail from like track to track to track it really it, like it really it really did feel like you were giving it really did feel like we were in like the middle of like a pitch meeting with like a script or something you know like oh, wow. it feels like, like like it like it does feel like a movie in that sense and i guess i was just curious like While you were, I mean, like, obviously this is your real life you're talking about, and I'm not, obviously I don't want to trivialize it, but like, looking back on it, like, did it feel like creating, did it, did it feel like you were turning your life into some sort, like, did it feel like you were really, like, tapping into your life to create a story, like, more than it ever had at any point? I don't know why I asked that question like that. No, 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 (laughs)
1: Um, I think... I don't know. I don't think it was. It just, like I said, the entire album, I feel like was just streams of consciousness. Like when I made Only God Forgives, I, I was shaking mad that night. I was so mad. I don't even remember what I was mad about, but I was like, I need to, and like, you know what I'm saying? In my apartment back home, like I had a punching bag. You know what I'm saying? I had weights. I could have got my anger out <laughs> multiple ways, but I was like, I need to yell right now I just felt crazy you know what I'm saying like when I was recording Dear God I felt like there's no hope in the world I don't know what I I feel like I've been forsaken I don't know what's going on like every song on this project was just a stream of consciousness I, I can't say that there was a conscious effort to like tap into something or like you know like I'm trying to dig into my life or anything like that I was just I was just in front of the mic dog like
2: yeah
1: (laughs) you feel me
0: and that song in particular I could tell like just like like, just like just like the tone of your voice is just like you could tell something happened yeah (laughs) um, and you know like since we're here and um what was your favorite song on here because that's tough it,
1: it changes a lot
0: yeah, because you gave me because you gave me you, you gave me one answer when we talked about it last, but I feel like it's kind of changed. So, like right now, what's your favorite song
1: right now? I feel like post album. I feel like I just love Wonderland so much, but. I don't know. I love Madman. I, I, I think. It's so funny. I I have this problem. Every time a song gets popular, I don't like it. So, like, Jungle is one of the most popular songs on the album. It's probably one of my least favorites right now, but it was one of my favorites when I was recording it. Um, I love XO, too. I think think it's got to be Wonderland or Madman, though. I think just because, like... I don't know i just I just love the production on Wonderland. I think it's probably one of the best beats that I made last year, and I think Madman is just so honest like I just like even though it has no drums, like I just love the atmosphere in that song. I just feel like it just i don't know it just brings me to a world like yeah, those are my two favorites probably right now
0: good shit i'm i' yeah, I'm actually happy you brought Madman up because yeah, like because not everybody is able to rhyme with no drums. That's a really <laughs> hard, th- it, it, it's, it's a difficult thing to do. Because, well, like, I mean, drumming.
2: I'm like, sorry, I don't mean
1: to cut you off, but no, like, no, while, I was, while I was making the album, I was listening to a lot of Boldy James, Griselda type shit. So like, mm-hmm. I lo- and you know, I'm a student in the game. So like, I love like rhyming over samples. And I was like, yo, what? Ah, slide on a sample. Cause I could really fucking rap. Like, yeah, I don't need drums. But my bad,
0: you were saying. No, 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 no. Don't apologize. I'm I'm, (laughs) I'm happy you said that. It's just like, it's just really, you know, because like people people will hear stuff with like no drums or like really, really quiet drums and just Mm -hmm. be like, oh, like where's the drums? And it's like, you know, like your voice becomes the percussion and like you're kind of like keeping the rhythm of the song and like doing that is not easy, you know? Like like you're putting in a lot more work than you normally would if you were just going to like, go over something like Morpheus, for example, or like even God forgives, you know, like those are like, really like, like the vibes are just different. And you just like, you just throw that in there as the second track, like especially following a song like Morpheus with such distinctive, like pounding drums. It's like, that's why I did that.
1: That's why I did that. When I did the sequencing of the album, I was like, okay, I'll give you niggas what you want because it's been a long time for the first song. But you have to understand this is not just an album of like, all right, I'm coming back and I'm just rapping over whatever shit for a couple of songs. Like I have to bring people into the world. So with Madman, that's really the theme of the album. So no drums, you have to listen to what I'm saying. I have to mm-hmm. bring you into the world so you understand what you're in for. And then, cause that's the only song that does that, but I really yeah. needed to motherfuckers to listen, like listen to what I'm saying on Madman. and then everything. Thing else we can go from there because sometimes you know what i'm saying if you really like a song you might just be vibing to it and not really hear what's being said on the song you know what i'm yeah. saying i didn't want that i wanted people to be like there's nothing for me to hear but this nigga rapping at me so i gotta pay attention to what he's talking about you know what i'm saying yeah. so
0: yeah and you know like if and, and like if i'm being honest i think uh if I'm being honest, I want to say that like right now, having listened to it again a couple times, uh, my three favorite songs are probably, well, I'm I'm going to cheat. And I'm going to say four. <laughs> I'm going to say Madman, Jungle, XO, and the title track are my four favorite songs on here.
1: Okay. Anago. Right yeah, yeah.
0: Like, yeah. Just yeah. like, just like, uh, like, like Anago in particular is just so like. It's just, it's like, just like the whole, you, like, you really just crunch your entire story into this, <laughs> in, 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 into just like two and a half to like three minutes, right? It's
2: yeah three
0: three three and a half minutes of like, just like, just like everything with like you and your father and just like your friend and like where the name Anonymous came from, where the radical thing came from, just like, yeah. it's all there and it just feels (laughs) epic bro like it really it really does feel like you just like crunched an entire life into three and a half minutes
1: well the crazy thing about that is like so i told you how my uncle passed i think i told you the story about how um when he had passed he had told me that he made music and um yeah 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 so like for anybody who's watching that doesn't that doesn't know so like my uncle made music his whole life and and he passed last year uh cancer um and he told me before he passed, he was like, you know, my my thing is, I just don't want to I don't want anybody to never hear the music that, you know, him and his wife created. And, yeah, I, I knew at that point I was like, I got a sample what he made. So the sample for Inago is one of the pieces that my uncle made, like
2: yeah. before
1: he passed. Yeah. So like it just seemed appropriate for it to be the last song and talk about my dad, talk about my life, talk about everything.
2: Yeah,
0: and 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 just and just like what a kicker for an album, man. Like you know, like just like the thing that really like surprises me about your projects every time I hear them is like I always think like what else don't I know about this motherfucker? Yeah, (laughs) and then and then and then you just find I mean like it's your life, but like you just give us more, and it's just like and, and you know it's just like. That can be, that like, that can be, like, it's a lot to listen to, but I know it's even more to just, like, be in that position where you're, like, okay, I'm going to give myself to you and, like, make this, and, like, put this pain into my music, you know, like and, like, and, you know, like, right now, especially, like, across across every kind of rap imaginable, like, you know, like, so-called pain music is, like, that's what people are gravitating to more than almost anything. And, like... Does that ever get to be a lot for you? Like, you know, just like, just like the idea of like us giving each other our pain and like connecting with each other on that.
1: Like, I don't know, because I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not really like, I don't really give a fuck about what other niggas is doing. Not to be like that person that's like, oh, yeah, yeah. like, but I really just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just very this is for me you know what I'm saying I've, I've been telling everybody I'm like that's why you know I was nervous before but like I told you I got to a point where I just didn't care because like this is my life I stand by my art and like I needed to put this out the same way like whether you know I, I, I keep on bringing up Kendrick but like you know I, I felt like the same thing with his album whether you like it or not I feel like it was definitely just for him he probably just needed to get that out of his system you know what I'm saying yeah. and like and and I I feel the same way I was just like bruh I just I'm going crazy and I have to I have to tell somebody you know what I'm saying so like yeah yeah I don't think it gets too much because like for me it was cathartic I feel better than ever to be honest with you like uh putting it out having it be out in the world and like yeah, there. You know, there's nothing else I could really ask for. Like, I, I don't think, uh, I don't think I'm gonna do it again for a long time. Hopefully, I mean, you know, pain is almost 100% promised. But like, you know, I hope I don't have to go through, go through another moment like that for a long time in my life. And
2: right,
1: you know, like for right now, I just want to enjoy life you know what i'm saying keep writing keep working keep making dope shit and you know work on slim reaper you know what i'm saying
0: hey yeah yeah man and you know like the and you know, like you kind of you know like you've built yourself you have built yourself a community of people like with radicals really that just yeah. like re- you know like people are people are showing up for you no matter what type of shit you're making, like you can make stuff, you can make stuff like 25 to life or Inago, or you can make yeah. stuff like the West Side Freestyle, which is or just like, you know, or, or the business, you know, like exactly, you know, just like, so like people, people are going to be there no matter what, like whether you're working by yourself or you're working with Denzel or you're working mm. with Sylvan LeQ or anybody, mm. you know, like, and um before, before we officially wrap this up, like, I was just curious, like, you know like your fan you know like your fan base is your fan base is probably one of the most dedicated that i've ever seen that 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 doesn't border on like cult shit you know like <laughs> you, you, you know you, you know you, you know like your people aren't like it's not like the beehive or like the fucking navy or like the bts people where like you got like people like attacking each other over bullshit but like you have people who are like dedicated to you and your sound and are really invest, you, you know, like, it, it, it's not just like listeners, like, people are like invested in you and your story. And I think so. That's I hope so. <laughs> that, like, you know, like speak speaking from the outside and like, seeing mm-hmm. like, every time, like, every time I write about you or cover you, like, I get like 30 motherfuckers who share it that have some sort of radical in their name. <laughs> so people so people care, bro. Like, I'm gonna tell you people care. Like <laughs> people yeah. really care. Um, so I guess uh I yeah, like I guess I'm just wondering like when, like when for you did you first realize that like radical was an idea that was really starting to like you you, you know like, you put music out mm-hmm. and people like react to it, but eventually it comes to the point where people are doing what I just said. Like when did you first start noticing that? And you know, uh, like <laughs> I,
1: I, it's a little weird. Cause I can't really even say like, I notice it. That sounds kind of bad. It's not though. Like, because man, I think, I think this is part of the reason why people fuck with me too. Like, but I'm such a normal nigga. I, I, I always try and tell people like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I remember, um, I had a show in New York and, um, I forgot what happened, but uh, a fan came up to me and he was freaking out and I was like, yo, relax. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I just I'm glad people share the music, but like I, I'm not one of my things is I'm I'm against the deification of celebrities. Like mm-hmm. we're all just people. You know what I'm saying? Like right. good, bad, and ugly. So uh, you know, I try not to focus on these things because as good as, as good as the love is, you know what I'm saying? I mean, let's say I fucking blow up crazy this year, become one of the biggest artists in the game, right? It's gonna be a lot of hate too. You know yeah. what I'm saying? From people that don't know me, don't listen to me, don't give a fuck about me, they're just, they just don't want to see me, you know what I'm saying? They're just, or they're tired of seeing me, or they feel like they have an opinion about me because they're seeing me a lot, you know what I'm saying? So like, I'm I'm so blessed and I'm so glad that people do you know fuck with me heavy and fuck with radical heavy and like you know what I'm saying share this shit but at the same time like I try not to focus on it I, my main thing is just I just keep on trying to get better as a musician and and become better as a person because at the end of the day like most people are like yeah when I die I want a legacy I want da-da-da-da. when I when I die I want motherfuckers to be like I want motherfuckers to be sad and, and tell people, and when people are like, why are you so sad? I want motherfuckers to be like, nah, you don't understand. I was a real nigga. One of the last ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? So.
0: And, you know, like, that's, and like, and you know, like you said, like, that's a re- that's a reason why people fuck with you the way they do, because that's like, it's like it's good to just be normal, and it's good to not like you know like you don't need to be somebody who like people hold on a pedestal. And I mean, we're all like, normal. We yeah. just have
1: to realize it <laughs> right, you know what I'm saying like we're all normal i don't I don't see anybody as like you know all men, you know what I'm saying they like to say are not created equal, which I agree with also, but we all are so, we are also all created equal
2: like as long as you're, to some degree, as long as you're conscious,
1: you can do anything.
0: Yeah. And you you know, like we're all conscious. Like all of us are, you know, like that, like, you, you know like, like to be conscious doesn't even mean to talk about like, you know, like enlightened or you know, yeah. like societally yeah. Just beneficial aware. things. It's just, yeah, exactly. Just, just be, aware. being conscious as being aware. Exactly.
1: Yeah. Just aware. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? As long as you exist in reality and you're like, I, right. you know what I'm saying? I'm here. Um, uh, you know, I have my wits about me. You know what I'm saying? Right. You can do anything.
0: And you're just relaying right. your experience to people and people appreciate it, you know?
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's all I can do. I can't, I can't do anything but talk about my experience. And I mean, I, I, ch- I tell people who I'm normal because like, yo yeah, I am like, ain't no, like, I know that there's some people that probably would, would love to switch places with me, but I'm like, no, motherfucker live your life because I go through the same shit that you probably go through. I got problems with friends. I got problems with family. I got problems with shorties. I got, I got highs, lows, love, hate, laughs, cries, everything. You know what I'm saying? Got, I'm
0: this, got, got this phone bill to pay. Yeah. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm human,
1: dog. I'm human. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm human, dog. Feel that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, that's all I want to, I want to share to people. You know what I'm saying? Like, live the experience.
0: Love that. You know what I'm saying?
1: Right. You got your life. You got your story.
0: Man. And like, on that note, to bring this to a close, if your life was a movie, what would it be about? Anonymous. (laughs)
1: Um if my life was a movie what would it be about i don't know it hasn't it hasn't finished yet it hasn't finished yet i think um i think this is just the prologue Damn. yeah yeah <laughs> come I, back to me with that in like 3 5 years
0: i got you <laughs> i got you it, funny funny enough you're the first person to answer that question that way and I'm happy because yeah. that's a good, because that's a good answer. You know, like that's a really good answer. Like, like, you know, like every, like, like every second is just like happening. Right. Like, like time is passing right now. So,
1: yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, anything <laughs> could happen to me today, tomorrow, next week, who knows? So right. I can't, I can't tell you right now. My story's not over. Yeah. Maybe if I'm, you know, if I'm like 80, 70, maybe I could be like, yeah, my life would be about this, that, that, you know what I'm saying? I'm not even 30 yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but so. man you're you're here now and bro once again like this was great i appreciate you thank you so much like hey, i appreciate was, you too dog no nah, man absolutely <laughs> like it's like it's really it's really just been so great to like see it's just been so great to see such a fervor around like someone who makes like really good music and just like a genuine solid dude like and like, yeah. you're really just like doing your shit so just like congratulations like i'm so happy that people are fucking with the album and uh yeah. just like congrats on everything man i know you've been through a lot like so yeah the fact that you're been here is just like a fucking lot <laughs> man just like i'm just happy you're good that's that's all that matters to me is that you're good and once again like you being here is yeah it means a lot so thank you
1: thank you brother i appreciate it
0: Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.